Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Lust Files, or I don't know, title and pending. Title pending? Anyways, good evening, and I just wanted to like talk a bit about OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com, because I was on there, and you know, like, I don't know, maybe around two or three years no that's way too long like a year over a year for sure maybe almost two anyways i deleted my account or deactivated because i was just the main reason was i was so inconsistent with it like and i just felt so bad about that you know like Especially for, like, the loyal subscribers who would still subscribe to me. And, you know, continue to show some kind of support for me. You know, I really feel like I let them down in some sense. But at the same time, I just wasn't able to, like, perform and be adequate with the way I wanted to be. You know, I... I've been struggling with my depression and, you know, that it goes, like, way back. I I was diagnosed with depression, like, when I was 13, 14 years old. I saw two therapists at the time. I, And then I was even prescribed antidepressants, but I didn't take them very long because my mom was very anti-medication at the time and she was just worried that these were like similar to opioids and that I was going to be addicted or that my personality was going to change something like that you know so I didn't really get to take them too long but I don't know like I at the time you know like I always had like my ups and downs and whenever I feel good it's easy for me to say like I don't need anything you know as long as I'm positive and I'm try to be healthy everything will be okay and like growing up people have always told me like you're so strong emotionally and mentally like and my mom would even say that to me constantly you know you don't need reassurance or the validation of others to lift yourself up but in reality I think everyone always benefits from some validation and some reassurance and support you know especially when it comes to your mental health and whenever you're having a a bad day emotionally you know it helps when someone is there for you and I feel like that was always lacking because people were like you're so strong on your own you don't need anything (laughs) Anyways, my depression just got, like, way worse over the years. And especially within the last two to three years, I want to say. Not just because of COVID, but as soon as I started, like, college again. Like, community college. I noticed that what because I was trying to, like, hold down a job and go to class and do all my homework. And just still maintain some kind of social life. I got, like, so overwhelmed and I was exhausted. Like, I remember that first semester, I was, like, proud of myself because I was, like, 
back in school and I was like maintaining everything. Like I was still maintaining like doing all my assignments and showing up to work and being on time and you know just meeting my deadlines and grasping all this information I was learning and and then all of a sudden I slipped up I don't remember what triggered it but I sank into a depression and then that depression turned into like a two-week thing where like I it was a struggle to get out of bed like I didn't want to shower I was I just isolating myself and I was I think also just like being sober was just kind of unbearable and I would feel even more guilty being sober so I would just get stoned and it's not that I was like even smoking weed I was just taking edibles because that's what I prefer anyways but I and then I realized you know no never mind but that happened and I think during that time I had like I missed a week of class which put me behind like I was fine with I was fine, but, like, there was one class where, like, if you miss a day or two, it's already, like, too much, you know? You know, those classes. And, um, yeah, it was the first time I tried to take, um, what's it called? Statistics for elementary behavioral... Elementary statistics for behavioral sciences. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, stats class, and... Um, I fell behind and then I was like so ashamed and I didn't even like, and the professor was constantly telling us like, if something's going on, tell me, like, I'm willing to help you. Let me know any kind of struggling you're going through, whether you're like, uh, a single mom and you need childcare and you are having to like stay home and miss class or like any personal struggles regarding your mental health or, if you're just confused with the material, just let me know. You know, like, if your car breaks down, whatever. Like, the professor was so accommodating, but I just felt, like, this deep shame and that I wasn't worthy of receiving help. And, you know, just, like, this typical, like, self-sabotaging behavior or thoughts. And I was just like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not, you know, like, I don't, I'm not going to ask for help. And so I let myself... But I stopped going to, I, you know, like, there was, I think, two times where I tried to go back and get back into it. But at this point, like, I, I knew, like, I wasn't going to, like, fix it. And I, and I was just thinking back, like, I had to be in that class. And I'm like, I had to be, like, I let myself fuck up and lose. Like, it's amazing that I had to be in statistics because I'm, math is, like, shit like it's complicated for me like numbers just go over my head all the time and I know statistics isn't just like mathematical like there's all these um theories and concepts that you have to apply to it and it's a lot more thinking involved and after not taking like a math class for what like five seven years after I high school or like my attempt of fashion school 
I was, like, really impressed with myself because the first, like, two to three weeks that I was in that class, I, I was so rusty, just, like, doing simple, like, math, adding and subtracting and multiplication and long division was, like, taking me 20 minutes to do a simple problem, you know, like, it would take me 30 minutes to an hour to just complete one problem. And I, like, consistently did it, and I, and, uh, I was doing well, and I was improving, and I was maintaining a B, and then I dropped the ball, and I didn't pick it up again, and I just let myself lose this momentum, and then I sank into this, like, um episode depression episode or like this wave of depression i just let it consume me and um and then that and then that just this like habit continued every semester the second semester it happened again and then this was like instead of admitting to myself that i was just struggling with my depression I mean I I knew I was but instead of just looking at that as the main issue I told myself it's my job like you're overwhelmed with school and working you should just quit your job so that's what I ended up doing I quit my job and then with towards that very that at the very end of that second semester is when COVID and the lockdowns happened and school was closed and my worst fear came true like I had to isolate not by choice or by my depression but because of a country I don't know like what kind of law was in effect but anyways yeah like we had the lockdowns and that like uh, you know, I was just, like, in disbelief. I remember that last week of school. Like, we were the one of the last community colleges in the state to close. And I just remember showing up um, to campus the very last day. And it was just daunting. And we were already, like, separating six feet apart. And... I just didn't even know, like, to comprehend. It just didn't feel real, you know? And thinking back, it was just, like, so spooky. And, yeah, like I said, daunting. And I was just like, what is this? Like, I didn't... And, you know, like, the professors. And we just didn't... We were just looking at each other in disbelief. And we didn't know how to, like... I don't know. It was just weird. And, like, as someone who was just, like, so excited about being back in school and, like, being part of, like, this campus life. It just was such a bummer. And then... um, And, yeah, like, I think that's when it was just, like, I try to be positive and make um, what was best. But then all these, like, this series of events happened that just, like, kind of sucked and... I ended up having to move during the pandemic and 
that was also like so weird and I I really struggled with that move too like I ended up just packing very last minute because I just couldn't bring myself to be focused and motivated and have the energy to even like move until I had to you know and then that and then in this new place like my depression just like spiraled and it was difficult and I tried to like pick myself up and like exercise and just maintain some kind of positivity and like maintain and like finish that semester and then I don't know but it was just like no and then summer started and I had summer classes and I realized that even having summer classes was like a struggle I I really yeah like I was really disappointed with my performance with that and I'm pretty self-critical and then um and yeah like that next like during that summer it was such a bummer you know that first summer during COVID it was like insane and I ended up getting sick twice during that summer not because I got COVID I got tested multiple times because I was constantly paranoid but I was isolating so much that I weakened my immune system so then whenever I did have a day where I was out in nature or just experiencing some kind of different weather or climate change because I would go to the beach my body would just um freak out and I or like my immune system would reboot and I would be like sick for two days I think the first time it happened I like had to sleep for like three days like I it was hard to just even stand up I, like, had no energy. And then... It just felt like I had a cold and, like, a fever and sweat. And so I was just like, this is COVID. But I didn't have, like, loss of taste. Or anything like that. And it happened again. And... And then, yeah, like, school, like, the very first semester was completely, aside from my summer classes, this brand new, my third semester, I, like, like, the beginning of my second year, I guess, is what it was. I realized that I just couldn't do full-time status anymore online. It was just too much. I was, like not focused enough, not motivated enough. And so I went down to part-time and I'm still trying to finish up my second year. Like, and that's, I'm in my third semester of my second year. And I'm kind of disappointed at myself, but in, but I've always, you know, I've always knew like, like I've always kept in my mind that everyone's journey is different and everyone finishes at a different time and I can't be hard on myself you know I'm constantly reminding myself that but because I'm kind of like a type a personality and I'm just so honest especially when it comes to school or just things that like I really enjoy I 
was like beating myself up you know i was just like you're a failure a failure you're just like it's embarrassing like you should be ashamed of yourself you know and it was just mostly because of my struggles with my depression and i don't know it was just such a bummer and it just was like insane to me too that like students were having to still like turn turn everything in on according to these deadlines and just ignore everything that was going on like all the deaths the lockdowns self-isolation the struggles with our mental health health or even just like potentially getting sick ourselves like we have to ignore all of that and we still have these deadlines and this and that and yeah, there was some professors who were somewhat accommodating or understanding or kind of flexible and lenient. But for the most part, most weren't. They were just like, the deadline is the deadline. And if you don't perform well or if you're not turning things in on time, I, there's no excuse for valid enough for me to like consider anything else, you know? So I was just like very frustrated and disappointed that the teachers were being so rigid, you know? And, yeah, like, I definitely struggled with all of that. And I just thought it was cruel and fucked up that the school system was like this. And I remember there was a time, too, where, like, oh, yeah, when I first dropped into, like, part-time status, um, you were allowed to, like, be excused from classes because of COVID-related reasons. Whatever related... Whatever relation you wanted to apply to, you know, and I did. Like, I did excuse myself from classes. And I was just like, this is COVID-related because this is fucked up. Like, no one should have to function like this, you know? Like, this is just so bizarre. And I know we're all trying to navigate through all of this, but yeah, it was just so wrong in my eyes or in my opinion you know but anyways um i'm i was yeah like i've just continued to be part-time status and do what i could and even this last summer i i was like thinking i was gonna be in such a positive place and then i experienced this breakup Actually, this year I experienced two shitty breakups. One was very traumatizing. And then the second one was just, you know, a shitty breakup. And I didn't realize... I thought the second breakup, you know, I was just like, whatever. I chose to get out of this relationship. I made the decision. I broke up with this guy. Like, I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm comfortable with my decision. But that's still, like triggered something inside me and I sank into this weird spiral of depression and like I ended up going out one weekend to the beach and it was kind of like a girl's trip and I drank too much and I just felt so ashamed that next day and I like was trying to like brush it off But because I've, like, struggled with drinking in the past, it just, like, triggered all these thoughts. And I don't know. And then I was just, like, super... Like, I I had a a week where I was just, like, 
in my room again, not doing anything because I was really just struggling and I couldn't get myself to snap out of it. Um, it took me a bit, but I finally did manage and um, just like these series of events and all these experiences that happen and how they're all related to like my mental health being and my struggle with depression and I don't know. And then this whole time, you know, I'm still having to work. I mean, I'm, I need to go back on the OnlyFans subject, but because of all these things happening, this whole time I was just so inconsistent with OnlyFans that I was trying to post and I've always like enjoyed like I've talked about the lust files and what it means to me so I've always enjoyed some kind of content in regards to this and I don't feel shame you know participating in like some kind of form of online sex work and sending photos and flirting with you know, salacious photos and just risque photos. Like, I've always enjoyed that and I think more sh- more people should partake or whatever, but I was just, like, as, like, on- as someone who should, like, be on... As someone who wanted to be on OnlyFans and, like, pr- produce content and be consistent and make some kind of profit where I'm comfortable with, you know... I just feel like I was not up to it and I was just disappointing people who were paying for the service, you know, and I just, it was unbearable to, to just be objectified when I was like struggling with everything else. And I know that's just part of sex work, you know, any kind of work, you know, especially in capitalistic America you're being exploited some way or another, you know, you're never, unless you are, like, on on the very top, you know, still, like, I don't know, it's just, anyways, I'm, that's not the point, you know, but yeah, I just, I just made the decision, you know, where I'm like, why am I just, like, carrying along this, like, dead animal like like let me let me let them rest in peace let me rest let let only fans rest in peace and you know like also all this like iffy stuff about them wanting to ban explicit content I thought that was just very hypocritical and I just you know I'm all about solidarity with sex workers. And, like, OnlyFans is just an iffy place because there are, like, legitimate sex workers who are, like, doing sex work in person, whether they're escorts or, you know, on the streets or they just have, like, clients, whatever, you know. They're potentially putting themselves in danger and they're working this field and... Then there's OnlyFans who probably can supplement their income. And then there's, like, people or sex workers who just solely rely on OnlyFans for an income. And I just thought, you know, it was so... 
like I can't even like fathom or I just can't even put the words together except for like this huge hypocrisy that OnlyFans was participating in and it was just unjust you know like America has this huge history of like mistreating sex workers and there's always like these morality laws and just stigma around sex that you know make everyone want to turn on sex workers and blame sex workers for things that is not their fault you know it's like it's not their fault society is shitty it's not my fault Men have all these, like, insecurities, you know, and are making society ten times worse than it needs to be. And, I don't know, it's just... So... It was just very disheartening to see OnlyFans try to do that and then just go back and said, Oops, never mind, like, we still want all this profit you guys bring in. So, that, I was just like, okay, like, I'm glad now that some of these sex workers who rely on OnlyFans are safe for the moment being. But I was just like, I'm struggling. I'm not even, like, a good, you know, like, I'm not even a good representation of a sex worker, especially an online sex worker. Like, why am I still on there? What am I doing, like? I'm not even making that much on there anyways. Like, yeah, some of it was very helpful. And some... And I owe my... I feel like I still owe my loyal subscribers, you know, for their support. And, you know, that meant a lot to me. Especially the ones who were so very respectful. And I'm sure understanding of why I might have left. And I don't know, I just wanted to discuss all this and get it all out and I'm glad I also (laughs) went on my tangent about my struggle with mental health or like my depression in general and I don't know it's just a frustrating thing you know overall and I'm trying to get better you know I'm trying to go about it the right way but it's a struggle for everyone and I just I just hope like, my, one thing that I, that is, you know, just kind of sucky is that a lot of people do lack the understanding. And when I tell them, like, I'm really struggling with my mental health. Like, I can't do this. Or, like, just this conversation is bumming me out too much. You know, like, I need to excuse myself from this. There's just that lack of understanding. And they're just like, what is wrong with you? And then I'm portrayed as this like crazy person or I don't even know what they might think of me but that always sucks you know and I just go into the worst places where I'm like this person's never gonna want to talk to me again like I screwed this up you know it's just like the self-defeatist like self-hatred thoughts where I'm like I'm worthless I'm awful like I can't even complete this task or you know be consistent with this or that and I don't know I think until I smooth things over especially with myself 
regarding like my mental health. I just can't participate in something that's potentially more harmful to me than, you know, helpful or, or positive. But anyways, I will let I will end this. I will end it at this. So, thank you for listening and I hope you guys have a nice evening or a nice day, whatever time it is for you.